I hope so. Probably. I, and well, first of all, the Russos have said there's fake stuff in the trailers, but I think I know what it is. Okay. What's your prediction? What's <sighs> break down the trailer for have us? You, oh wait, have you seen this? And the, I haven't seen the trailers. Don't okay. I haven't seen the last trailer. Um. Okay. Is it good? Hype. Hype well, city. When Hype. Le- when Logan comes back, we'll we'll uh, introduce him. But uh, I think <coughs> that the red suit walking in the hangar is fake. Yeah. Isn't it a white suit? White with red. White. Oh, okay. I think I think, yeah. I think that part when Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man are facing off against Thanos, who like beams down from somewhere. I think that's fake. I haven't seen that part. That's in. That's, that's in the new. That's in the new trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because he has a helmet on. It was like he ditched that. Like, Thor has his helmet on. Yeah, in that scene, nice. it was like he ditched that ten minutes into. Well, there's a Infinity War. There's a so. ton of stuff that like. There's a ton of footage of them like battling in like some like wasteland. So, like there's that part of Ant Man like jumping off of a pencil mm-hmm, and like yeah. doing a backflip. I'm like that. I think that's all fake. Yeah. But that's why because in November or no in December there are reports that they're all going back to Atlanta to do reshoots. I think they're just shooting fake stuff for the trailers. Oh, I bet. I think Whoa. they're finishing editing it and they're like, okay, this is what we're how we're gonna like. Expectations. Oh my gosh! I want. I am not mad at them at no, all for doing that's, that. No, that's that's beautiful. Yeah, the Russos are fantastic. They know how to how to make it good. Logan, you're good. Um, might as well introduce. Oh, so you heard that. <laughs> <laughs> today, yeah, Logan, you're good. Today it is uh, Harrison, Logan, Whitney is our special guest. Welcome, Logan. Um, Logan or Whitney are our special guests. Logan Whitney is his full name. Uh, He's an MCU expert. That's he's seen how many how many times have you seen all the MCU movies? (laughs) At least (laughs) eleven. At least eleven times. How many times have you seen Infinity War? Uh, I saw it five times in theaters, and I saw it. I've seen it probably ten more times. Okay. Dude, yeah. that's ridiculous. That's awesome. I've also yeah. seen Iron Man over a hundred times. That's that's like true. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen Iron Man probably serious? over like fifteen. Yeah. Times. Like combined with all three Iron Man? No, or? just the first one. Wow, <laughs> the best one. And, yeah. and you're like, like you're confidently years. saying over a hundred times. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I watch it on my iPod every day. In middle school, high school. Oh, wow. I was like still. And then yeah, I still <laughs> watch it. IPod. I watch it like six times a year. <laughs> Logan yeah. pulls out the iPod for all time's sake. <laughs> and then we're joined by Jordan, Kennedy, and Bryce. Mason couldn't make it today, but he'll be on our Phase 3 episode and our endgame pregame episode. 
Pre-end game? We'll work on that title. Pre-game. 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 So, before we jump into Phase 2, I do want to talk about Endgame a little bit, just because tickets dropped, and we're all getting really excited. Oh, yes. (laughs) RDJ, Robert Downey Jr., yesterday said that uh, Endgame is the most unpredictable MCU movie to date. I think Thanos dies in the first hour. Oh. That's my prediction. Serious? Yeah. So it's not even about Thanos. Three-hour movie. I think Thanos is barely in it. Really? Yeah. Man. Mm. Because the last movie, as we know, was all about Thanos. Thanos no. was arguably the, the protagonist. I think that would be the best, like, subversion yeah, of expectations. Uh-huh. Yeah. Although, really, how long would it take? Because, like, they're going to assemble real quick, and then they also have, like, Captain Marvel and Thor's hammer, and just, like, they're going to be real yeah. OP and... Yeah. See, I'm, op- I'm hoping they go back and they do a lot of time travel. I'm 90% sure time travel is involved. I Because the quantum realm. Yeah. And I hope they go back in time. And I just want Captain America to talk to Agent Carter again. Peggy Carter, back when they're at both well, the prime. Wait, what if that's how his arc ends? <laughs> he goes back. In time and he just lives it out and in normal life. he stays in the 50s. That'd be crazy. Ooh. Have that dance. Yeah. Or the ending shot he, is yeah. him having that dance. And it just slowly fades to black. Aww. That's how I would do it! <laughs> I, I like it. I think a lot of people would be up in arms about it, because yeah. it would be too much of a perfect ending. No. Yeah. Screw it, man. He deserves a perfect ending. That there makes it a tortured life. There are always people up in arms. Yeah. No matter what you do. Okay. He's going to die, though. Support it. I think all the OG Avengers are going to die. I... Oh, man. I I don't want uh, Thor to die. Oh, no. I, I really want Thor to keep going, but that's just me. Me too. Mm-hmm. He, if, if, I think, honestly, if Thor died, that would be the one I'd cry for. I want Thor most. and yeah. Hulk to keep going. Because Thor was, like, stumbling at the beginning, and then, like, yeah. now he's just so, so boss. And, and yeah. Well, so good. we're going to have a whole uh, Endgame episode where the first hour we talk about our predictions, second hour we talk about after having seen it, or what, or we'll probably split those into two episodes, but we can talk more about that later. Let's talk about Phase 2. My okay. first question for you guys is, what would, what did you think the future of the MCU was going to be after the Avengers? Because I honestly thought, when I left the Avengers, I was like, that was fantastic, but this is not going to last forever. I thought that it was going to fall apart at some point. What was your guys' thoughts? When, after, after Avengers? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, I was worried about, like, the momentum that they would keep going, because I was like, okay, we're, we're ramping up. And in my opinion, they lost it a little in phase two. Well, at the beginning, it was two stutter steps. It was rough. But we can talk about that. Mm-hmm. So we'll, ta- we'll talk about that, but after that, I was like, oh no, oh no. But yeah. we, as we know, it like redeemed itself a ton. Mr. Harper? I honestly wasn't even sure. Like, this was the first movie that I saw when I got back from my mission. Oh, gosh. And so, yeah, I was just so <laughs> happy. Just I was just a so giddy little schoolboy. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. And um, I wasn't sure where they were taking it. I wasn't even sure if they were able to keep it going. Because, like, people have predict- predicting, like, superhero fatigue for the past, yep. what, 10 years? Yeah. Yeah, 10 years. Dude, wow. ever since Dark Knight, people have been like, I'm done with superheroes. I'm like, it, it, me and my naivete, it was just beginning. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Same yeah. thing. I'm, I'm glad, I'm obviously glad it's kept going, but I, <clears> I wasn't sure if it was going to keep going or if it would, like, stutter out. Honestly, I wasn't even thinking about it. I was like, sweet. I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be a nerd. Yeah. 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 I was just happy with, with that. I'm blessed to be a nerd. Yeah. But is it weird to think that, like, two years after Avengers came out, you get Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy? So that means. Is that, that really only two years? Only two years. Wow. So Kevin Feige was thinking about those movies when Avengers came out. Dang. That's like, crazy. When Age of Ultron came out, he was thinking about Black Panther 
and he was thinking about, uh, I mean, Ragnarok, obviously, but all this mm-hmm. stuff was already in his mind. I just feel like he's just so ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, no, he has that foresight, man. Yeah, that means he's thinking about um, the Illuminati right now and then Secret Wars, because aren't those the ones yeah. that are going on? Is that Phase 4? And the Eternals, yeah. Yeah. I just heard the Illuminati. No, seriously, that, that's a comic book like, arc. I know, but I was like, oh, so that's that's the key to success there? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, everyone... Everyone talks about how, like, MCU yeah. after Endgame, they're not going to have phases. They're just going to do team-ups. And I'm like, I don't think they're going to let the... Like, I don't think they're just going to fade away. I no, think that's, like, I, you can't, out. like, completely drop a formula that works so well. No. Because yeah, it works fantastic. Like, just adapt it. Yeah. Once it's outdated. And... Yeah, it's a cash cow. It is yeah. a cash cow. But, um... Logan, what did you think about post-Avengers, what the MCU was going to be? Uh, I just really looked forward to what it would be, because, like... I didn't feel like they would stop, obviously, and I'm just a big superhero nerd, so mm-hmm. <laughs> even the stuff they didn't do well on, I still I still love it. I watch it on repeat, but man. Yeah. I'm I'm happy with where they went. Yeah, I I agree. I uh I I I'm really excited to talk about phase two because I think that's when like the MCU really got kicked into another gear. So first of all, <coughs> Avengers was the first movie that Disney produced for Marvel. Oh, really? And I think it kind of shows. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a polish to it mm-hmm. that the other movies didn't have. Yeah. Um, because in the first Iron Man, you have him dancing with strippers, right? Yeah. And yeah. then, like, and then once True. the Avengers come around, Disney takes over, like, Iron They're Man. Like, yeah. Iron Man's He's, like, changed. got a relationship. You can't, you can't do that anymore. Which yeah. is actually interesting when it comes to Iron Man 3, because it's him putting that all that stuff down whenever you meet, ben, like, the Mandarin. We'll get into that with Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. Or I guess actually we can go into that right now, because that's the first movie that came out that's after true. Avengers. Should we give them like a heads up of like what are so it was Iron Man three. So this then... is the order of Phase two. Got it. You know, you, I mean, I have it memorized, but you no, can do it, say do it. I'll, I'll Iron correct Man, you if you're wrong. Iron Man three, Thor: The Dark World, Captain America: The Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers: Age of Ultron, and then Ant Man. Perfect. Yeah. So, uh, wild ride. That is a. Yeah. That's insane. I, I, I used to think Phase 2 was my favorite, but then you look at Phase 3, which is just huge. Phase 3 is like, oh, what, like yeah. 10 movies or oh, something? Yeah. It's gigantic. Oh, yeah. See, so Phase, phase, three, is phase 3 we have... Do you want to read Phase 3? Yeah. Okay, so Phase 3 we have Civil War, Homecoming, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Thor Ragnarok, Infinity War, and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. That is true. And then also Captain Marvel. Was on there. That was and then fun. we're gonna have Endgame. Yeah, that's literally ten movies. That's crazy. And Phase Two is like that's what? Crazy. Six. Iron Man. It's Thor, five. Captain America, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ultra. Avengers, Ant Man. Oh, it's six. Wow. So okay, I want to count. Most of these are not origin stories, which I'm grateful for. So yeah. I want to count Spider Man as an origin story. No. Black Panther, yes. Doctor Strange, yes. And uh, Rag, nope. Marvel. Marvel, Marvel, yes, yeah. But phase two was weird. It's it because it's the end of the first trilogy, which are the Iron Man movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's so and interesting a weird to end. like because I feel like it, I feel like MCU's popularity goes from Iron Man and then here it switches to Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, yeah. I feel like that becomes like more of like the movie that people will go see in theaters. Iron Man three is top five highest grossing films of all time. 
Really? Um, it yeah. is? Wow. Yeah. Top three? Top five. Oh, top five. Sequels make um, a lot of money, regardless of how good they are. Tons but, of money. Yeah, you gotta see it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you gotta see once, it out. Once you're invested. And if you don't see the first one in theaters, you probably catch it like on Netflix or something, or someone suggests it to you, and then you're like, oh, it's, there are another ones coming out? I'll mm-hmm. go see that. Because yeah. um, I know Pirates... Um, Pirates of the Caribbean that made a lot of money initially, but its sequels, even though oh, they were tons. a lot worse, tons. they kept yeah. making more money than the They're original. So bad. Yeah, yeah, but that's Hollywood for you. So Iron Man three comes out a year after the Avengers, which is so weird to think that it, that used to be a time when there wasn't like two MCU movies a year. Mm-hmm. Like, we're getting, look at it now. We're getting three like, this year. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Which ones are coming out this year? Far From Home, we already had Marvel, and then Endgame. Okay, yep. Isn't that insane? Are we not having a winter one? Not that we know right now. They yeah. could, dude, they could honestly have been making <laughs> one and announce one. They've got so much stuff like already yeah. done, though. Like yeah. It's insane. So, Iron Man 3, we watched... Logan, Jordan, and I watched it today. Oh, nice. Um, I think it's really Almost underrated. Well, so this is what we'll start with the Iron Man 3 discussion here. So, we'll go film by film now. And we'll break down the whole face afterwards. Iron Man 3 is Tony dealing with PTSD. Which I love. I denial honestly love his he's guitar in part. He's in, yeah, he's in denial. Um, and then it, it deals with the Mandarin twist. And what's his name? Trevor. Uh, no, not the, Trevor. Here's his character. Killian. Kill, yeah, Killian. Killian. Uh, Aldridge Killian. Aldridge Killian. Um, All I know is written show. and directed by Shane Black. He's actually a really good writer and director. I actually think the Iron Man 3 script is really good. It's really, really sharp. Because oh, it puts man. his characters in a lot of different situations. I just love... It. I guess I'll just dive in with it. I just love the idea of... First of all, taking Tony out of the suit for like the majority of the movie. But like the versatility of like when like those helicopters attack his house and he like makes the suit go onto Pepper... I just love, I just love, it plays a lot with, like, the Iron Man character a ton. Also, I don't know if this is on purpose, but there's, like, an underlying theme of, like, addiction and, like, prevention of addiction throughout the movie that's really, like, subtle. Like, I was watching it, there's just one point when Iron Man's on this video chat with Happy Hogan, and when he's done talking to him, he just puts him in a wine cellar, and he, like, closes the door. Hmm. And there's another part, whenever he meets Trevor, the actor for the Mandarin, there's, like, drugs everywhere and all this stuff, and it's just, like, there are, there's a lot of stuff throughout where it's just showing, like, man overcoming their, his vices to deal with his problems. Um, because, like, I think, it, I think a big metaphor would be Iron Man's suit, which he uses to go and talk to Pepper instead of him at that one point in the movie and then attacks him in the middle of the night. It just shows that the things that you rely on as a crutch will come back and fight you later. Mm-hmm. A lot of weird, interesting cultural readings I was getting out of it watching this time. But overall, um... When I saw it, I remember thinking, that was good, but I'm not going to watch that again. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time... I remember thinking, oh no, are these movies going to start getting bad? And then yeah. we'll talk about that as we go along in the discussion. But what was your guys' thoughts of Iron Man 3 when you saw it? We'll go with Logan first. We'll yeah, go around. Yeah, I'll just go in order. We'll start with Bryce. Start with Bryce. MCU experts getting cold feet. Um, <laughs> When I first watched Iron Man, I was, I was surprised, but I was disappointed. I'll be honest. Uh-huh. I was disappointed because, I think if I were to watch it again, I'd probably have a, a better opinion of it. But I was just upset that Iron Man wasn't in his suit, mo- yeah. most of the time. Yeah. And like, I 
I didn't like what happened after Iron Man 3 because he was in his suit and then he, he promises Pepper that he'd destroy everything. Is it, what is the housewarming yeah, protocol? Uh, uh, operation House Party. House Party port protocol and then he destroys everything at the end. I thought, I thought there was a lot of the... So TV Tropes has this thing called the Law of Ninja. So you guys heard a lot, a lot of my opinings. Got to test it, test yeah, it to you. Yeah, you bring it up every yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> but for our viewers... I'll what bring is it up. again? <laughs> law of Conservation of Ninjutsu. Yeah, the Law of Conservation of Ninjutsu. So basically, like, you can tell how bad of a fight is going to be depending on if there's only one person in the room or if there's 30 people in the room because the protagonist is going to have to fight all of them. Yeah. And so if there's 30 people, he's going to take them out a lot easier versus if there's one person, there has to be a struggle going down. And so I felt like with Iron Man's Iron Man and Iron Man 3, all of his suits, because there were so many of them, they were a lot less durable, and they all got crushed a lot easier uh, against the extremist people, as opposed to if it was just Tony in his suit, they would have drawn it out, and it would have been just, just him duking on it with everyone. So I didn't like how vo uh, vulnerable his suits were, and I didn't like how they didn't explain what happened to Pepper afterwards, because yeah. cause aren't the people with extremists supposed to die? Yeah. Or some, it's supposed to be a fatal, something like that. Um, and then... I just do not care for the extremist mythology. It's, that, a, it's, it's a cool comics but comic arc, it, but... Yeah, I just, I just didn't feel like it belonged in an Iron Man movie. Maybe, like, a Doctor Strange movie. <clears throat> but, like, and that's just me being a total douche. But, like, I was just... I, I remember watching it again, I was just like... I like his fights with Whiplash and uh, Warmonger, or a lot more mm -hmm. than these, like, mutants. I was like, what am I watching? But, yeah. In the in the comics, it's a good commentary of bioweapons versus, like, like actual tangible weapons. And if they would have focused just on that, they could have had a cool commentary going on. Because Tony's working pretty closely with a doctor in the comics, and then it turns out, big twist, she's the actual villain, and he's, he wasn't sure why she's doing that, but she's saying, you keep undercutting me with all your technology... Whereas biology is the way it's supposed to go. Interesting. And then it's just, Interesting. Just a huge cool. argument going on. But because they combined the Mandarin and the extremist plot lines, it kind of muddles things. It had things. a lot going on. Yeah. It does have I, a lot going on. Also, it's like... I don't like the Mandarin. It's just... I've said this before, and it just... Every time I watch the movie, it just, like, baffles me. It's Every scene is either taking place at night or, like, the sun is setting. Hmm. And the lighting is so weird throughout the entire movie. That's it. That's all I have. Because Iron Man and Iron Man 2 and like takes place during the day all the time. Like it's like sunny in Malibu, but in this movie it's like Except the sun's barely ever out the entire movie. Yeah. That's just another thing about it. So Kennedy, what about you, Iron Man 3? Um, I think so my initial reaction when I first saw it like years ago is I didn't like it as much cuz I think I had kind of the same thing where I felt like there's a lot of loose ends at the end of it. And for me like watching it, I remember sitting at the end and I was like did Pepper die? And then I was like, is Tony not Iron Man anymore? Like, I was worried that that, that was like, the weird way of, like, says, him out. I'm not going to be Iron Man anymore. Yeah, I was like, what are they going to do about freaking Avengers 2? I was that's, like, so... I, I think I had that thought, too. I was like, oh, that's actually really sad that this is him going out. And then Age of Ultron comes out. I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just has another suit. His promise to Pepper's broken. Yeah. And she seems okay with it. We haven't heard them fighting about it. So, like... No, when well, he, like, shows up at Age of Ultron, I was like, oh... So, okay. Um, I mean, I was really happy, but it was, like, very weird. Because I wasn't expecting it. was also at the same time that Robert Downey Jr. was like, I'm only doing... Actually, he never has been like that, but they're just like, yeah, he's only signed on for four more movies. Or something like that. And, like, they all turned out to be a movie that wasn't, like, Iron Man movies, which I actually think, I think works better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, like, in the other place where Chris Evans is like, I'm only signed for five, and I'm out of here. And I just feel like Chris Evans sometimes doesn't see the, like, the... 
trees from the, or he can't see the force from the pines. He can't see the impact the Chris of this Pine. character. Hey, oh. Chris Pine is waiting to swoop <laughs> <in>. <laughs> Chris Pine would be a great captain. Give me the shield. Chris Pine would be a great captain. Yeah, no, but we do see. Uh, so in Civil War, Pepper and Tony are like broken off because of Tony being Iron Man, oh, going true. back to it, and so that's why you don't see Pepper in Civil War is because she's like giving Tony space or needing space from Tony, and then once you go to uh, Infinity War. Pepper brings it up again once he has the, the nanobots on his chest. And she's like, if you really meant it, you wouldn't have done that. And Tony's like, ah, it's just nanobots, just for protection. But you clearly know oh. he wants to be Iron Man. He can't mm-hmm. get off the mantle. Yeah. See, Logan's so inversed. He's like, that's for scene five. Because <laughs> I've always thought that after Iron Man 3, Tony's arc was over and then he was just around. But now that's actually, I've never really thought about that's that. That's true. It's so hard to take, it's so hard to, to remember, like... All of it. Ten movie character arcs. Uh, because you think about them just in the movies themselves or within the separate, like, one Iron Man trilogy franchise. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to remember that, like, oh, no, wait, like, yeah, they said that, like, in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's actually affecting this movie. And, like, his conversations with her in the other films or, like, the commentaries and, like, Civil War and stuff, they're so brief. Yeah. They, you're Like, I remember I was like... Oh, they're just fighting about something else. But Logan, that actually makes a lot more sense. That she's like, "Hey, you made a promise to me." Yeah, like, and that's the, the reason why Tony like signs the accords too, is because he's trying to do it for Pepper. Remember, he tells Captain America that yeah. Yeah. it's it's for Pepper. Like he's just trying to make things right and yeah, get his girl. Yeah. But wait, I had some. Oh yeah, watching it now this time. Well, I like only saw part of it, but I <laughs> I like saw the beginning. I really, really do like the angle of showing him having, like, PTSD. Like, I think that's really, like, a powerful message and, like, an important one that needs to be shown because, like, we talked about this in one of our superhero film classes that we took, that a lot of the time our heroes aren't shown. Like, we're supposed to be, like, we admire these strong, powerful heroes, but they're not human enough, like, for us to aspire to be. And, like, seeing that, seeing him having, like, anxiety and a panic attack when he's, like, just talking to a kid and, like, Having all that, it makes him so much more relatable, and then it also shows the consequences. You know, it's not just like oh, they w- live these glorified lives of being of fighting crime. It's like this is taking a toll. Like he's a human being, and this is a human being reaction and something that he would face. So yeah. I think that like watching that this time, I think when I was younger, I didn't like understand that that much. I was like, be strong, Iron Man. Yeah. But like now watching it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I relate. <laughs> Another thing about Iron Man 3 is that if this movie were made today, they would have had like more of the other Marvel characters showing up. Yeah. yeah. Like they've, it's so perfect that they have these movies where it's like, it makes sense. Like why Civil War has so many people in it is because it would affect all of them and they all come together. If the Rooster Brothers made Iron Man 3, you'd have like Scarlet uh, or Black Widow like helping out and stuff like that. You'd have all these different characters yeah. showing up mm-hmm. and help out. Even though, like, they've made the excuse, it's only took place over, like, a weekend, like, a short amount of time, not everyone... I mean, War Machine's in it. Or, I guess, Iron Patriot. But, uh... Yeah, it's Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, but they still would have shown up. Especially they still with all of that stuff going down. Yeah. yeah. Shooting down his house, like, come yeah, on. Come yeah, yeah. The hubris, though, of announcing your... Announcing your address on national television, like even though people already know where you live, that's just national television terrorist. Yeah, exactly. Also, watching national TV and seeing your house on it, and then a missile coming at your house, I would be like, "You guys couldn't have told me." <laughs> yeah. Like, what the heck? Like, yeah. 
And the thing is, you think, like, you, you have these three helicopters going and destroying the house, and you have all the news ones just hanging around, like, what are they doing? Yeah. Are they, you know, are they piecing like, out? a better, like, defense system going on? Like, he is Iron Man. He's literally, like, a military industrial. You probably didn't expect a terrorist to we have, did like, learn in, helicopters in, in and missiles. Iron Man 1 that Nick Fury broke in just with, like, a <laughs> coat hanger. So, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is Dick Fury. Like, I don't think Tony Stark's true. really like that concerned. If someone wants to steal something, they can. That's like, true. Yeah. He'll just blow him up with his arm yeah. suit. Yeah. Jordan yeah. Logan, what about you guys? Um, I really liked it when I first saw it. Um, kind of like what Kennedy was saying, how Tony was struggling with you know personal inner demons and whatnot, and overcoming those, and how it. Young also, Jordan it, resonated with that. <laughs> he was like, "My demons." I'm an engineer. I, I wouldn't say it resonated with me. It was just that idea of like having to fight this. Actual enemy, but then also this, you know, enemy you can't see that's completely within you. Yeah. Overcoming that as well. Um, what else? I also love that he doesn't have a suit for most of the movie. Yeah. And it kind of turns into like a MacGyver superhero. Yeah. He's like, totally love that. That he's, is, he's that sticking cool. dog tags in a cool. microwave. Yeah. He's, 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 he's blasting a piano at a helicopter. I thought that was super cool. When you're going to see the movie in 2013, you're looking for a spectacle. Mm-hmm. Almost like, what, seven years later? It's okay, you're like, watching again, you're like, oh, wait, no, actually, this is cool, because I have a lot of that already, and it's like, oh, now I can like, appreciate it we more, but in the moment, you're kind of like, what man? I came to see, like, new I want to see Iron Man blowing stuff up. Yeah. yeah. We wanted to see, like, a giant Iron Man suit and everything. Yeah. In right. retrospect, it's actually pretty darn cool. Anyway, you're yeah. saying? Um, yeah, being, like, the MacGyver superhero, not having the suit, so he, he has to fight, you know, the outer demons and the inner demons, but he doesn't have, you know, his, essentially a superpower. He's got to figure out new ways to use, you know, his actual, you know, human abilities of yeah, intelligence yeah. and, so you know, cool. wits. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Humanity! Um, and I also love Operation House Party. I thought it was super cool. Because yeah. I do get the ninjutsu thing, but there are a lot of suits, but there are also a lot of the extremist people. Mm. And so, like, it's not just, like, in, uh, I don't know, The Phantom Menace, where it's two Jedi, a bunch of droids, they wipe them out. Like, yeah. Like butter. Which I do it's like It's like, there's a bit of a showdown between each extremist person and a suit. And I thought it was really interesting to see that. Really totally. cool. And how, like, all the automation going on the suits. Also thinking, like, how much computing power that would actually take. And it was completely impossible, but super cool to see it. I really enjoyed it. Engineering. <laughs> 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 so, for me, I, after seeing Iron Man 2, I was like, uh, they liked it. I liked it, but it wasn't like... I'll stand for that, maybe. Like, it wasn't... It wasn't super exciting, like, to have an Iron Man 3. I was like, oh no, please don't ruin the character for me. Yeah, yeah. And so I went in with that mindset, low expectations, and I actually really loved it, because I like, same thing, Iron Man, Tony Stark, he learns how to not be Iron Man, how to be Tony Stark and be a superhero. And that's, mm-hmm. like, later on when he tells Peter, if yeah. you without the suit... Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. That's where he kind of got that from. That's where he got that. Also, um, Captain America also says that to Tony in the first Avengers, like, take away the suit. What are you? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that was kind of like his <laughs> proof, like I am something. Yeah. Suck it, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And after watching it just today with you, yeah. um, like something that hit me was that he's the engineer. When even though it was like kind of cheesy, you know, with the little kid. No, yeah. He's like, I'm. The engineer. And so, like, really what Tony is, is he's an engineer. He's built this thing. He's not actually, like, a superhero. He's, his power is his mind. Mm-hmm. And so it was cool to see, like, all his gadgets and stuff, but also just to remember that, like, 
even the Iron Man suit, it's from him. It He's was created. That. It was great to see him like get put in Chattanooga with nothing. Because it just <laughs> yeah. it just forces him to like <laughs> break it. You were like, oh wait, yeah, this is who I am. Because it's like you could think like you're indestructible, like him telling the the media like, hey, this is where I live. Like he's kind of getting prideful, but then he has to like remember who he really is, like how he became Iron Man in the first place by getting forced out of like everything he has. That's mm-hmm. true. It's like going right back to your roots of yeah. like. He built it in a cave. He built it in... Like, Rolled it in a garage! <laughs> with a annoying little kid! Turn it dark! <laughs> he just... He's, uh, Obadiah's vo- Stane's voice is just echoing over the Atlantic Ocean somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> he's Whoa, what was that? <laughs> um, so, Iron Man 3 is underrated. The only thing I don't like about it is Aldrich Killian. I think he's a poorly formed character. Yeah, he- I, I, I like, hate what they did with the Mandarin. I wish that I... Yeah. Cause I, I know you do. They wasted, they wasted it. See, I thought it was a clever twist, but also, like, I don't know the comics, so I didn't even well, have any... He gets Ted Rings and he goes B.A. on everybody. <laughs> oh, he yeah. just wrecks people. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's, he's like crazy. the OG Thanos. It's, it's yeah. dope. Thanos has six rings. <laughs> he has ten. He's got a gauntlet with some jewels. That's, that's the second half of... Of Endgame is just uh, Man Kingsley Trevor with those. With those <laughs> Trevor was kidding. I thought I was just an actor. <laughs> I was acting about that. <laughs> ben Kingsley kills it in his performance. By the way, he does. He okay. does. Um, but also, I want to say yes. So before, uh, before Endgame, two movies I'd watch, rewatch: Iron Man three, and obviously Infinity War. Yeah. Why would you watch, rewatch Iron Man 3? Nah, I'm not going to spoil anything. Wait, wait, how do you know anything? No. You haven't seen it. Don't worry about it. Oh. <laughs> Logan is on a totally different level. That, no, yeah, totally. <laughs> I was like, wait, you, you refuse to watch the trailer, but you somehow know the Iron Man I know, it sucks. I did not want to know, but I know something. Well, oh, Iron Man oh. 3, because of the vision that he has, right? Whoa, everyone relax. No, 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 no. No, no. Yeah. Anyway, no, I'm, I'm turning he, off this part. He, he has a vision, right? I don't want to talk about this. No, I, I, I want to be. I want to walk, walk in like an ignorant child oh. into Endgame. I don't, I don't know what's going on, but like you just saw Iron Man three. You <laughs> saw the vision that he had, right? <laughs> all right, all right. We'll stop. We'll stop. We'll stop. He has, a, he has a vision in Age of Ultron too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're just going to speed through this next one. <laughs> That's weird. But, but his, his was supposed to be about Ragnarok, which it kind of didn't really work out that well because. Anyway, so sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, pull we are going to speed through Dark the Dark World. World because it is by far and away the worst yep. MCU movie. Absolutely. So first of all, the green screen's terrible. Okay. Second of all, uh, everyone in it besides Chris Hemsworth and Love Tom you. Hiddleston and Anthony Hopkins just mails it in. Just like Natalie Portman's not even trying. She's like half asleep the whole time. I hate don't sit on Lady Sith. Oh gosh, <laughs> I hate that movie so much. I remember it was the last movie that we that Kendi saw before she went on the mission. It was so rough. And when we were driving home from seeing it, I literally said, "Kennedy, Same. I am so sorry that that's the last movie you have to see." Three <laughs> and my parents were so pissed at me for saying that because it like spoiled like our last movie. <laughs> <video. laughs> I was like, "That shouldn't be your memory. No. That shouldn't be." But I remember at the end of it, they had a, like a they had a spo- like a tag at the end for Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, it, it introduced the Collector, mm-hmm. Benicio del Toro's character. I remember right, like yeah. seeing that. I was like, "Well, what the what?" Because he takes he takes the ether to him, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking about how, and then I started looking at all this stuff. Like, wait, what is this movie that's coming out next year? Guardians of the Galaxy. Wait, wait, wait. 
like Andy from Parson Wreck is in yeah. this? <laughs> what is th- what movie are they making? Bradley Cooper's voicing a raccoon. This looks terrible. They have we'll get to that Vin later. Diesel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Vin yeah. Diesel. Zoe Saldana. She's just playing the chick from Avatar, isn't she? No, we'll I get re- to that in a bit. But. I remember being on my mission and like all the missionaries would be like, "What was the last movie you saw?" And I was like, "Thor: The Dark World." And they're all like, "Nice, okay." That and like the kids who came out after me, they had the cooler things, and I was like. <laughs> what really made me mad about Thor: The Dark World was that Mine was they... Iron Man too. Really? I already saw it like I think three days before I went to the MCU. So much wild. Yeah. The, when the, I came home, the last thing I saw was like Age of Ultron. Ant Man came out the week I went in the MCU. Oh dang! Dude. I know. <sighs> Dad and I were like the young oh. meats. I am young meats. <laughs> it sucked that that came out literally like two days after I left. I was so mad. Anyway, um, so with Thor: The Dark World. It's terrible, and I forgot what I was going to say specifically about it. <laughs> no, I think it. the only Bottom redeeming line. thing is, like, the relationship between Loki and Thor. Like, no, that's... They even... Ah, I was so pissed that they they made... They, the, the, the emotional core of the film was killing Loki and Loki dying for Thor. Yeah. And then it just... They reversed it at the end. I was like... Ah! Yeah, the only reason I would have liked I was like, Loki's not really dead. I totally saw it coming. bull crap. But then, and then finally, really they explained where Odin was, like, five years later. Yeah, I was like, oh, true. okay. Where yeah. was he? It's been a while. You've seen Ragnarok, in, right? in Norway or something. Yeah, he was on Earth. Remember? You saw Ragnarok? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why well, was like, he there? Thor kills him, because <laughs> Loki put him there, yeah. and Loki pretended to be Odin oh, for, like, ever. okay, okay. Yeah. And he made that yeah. huge play with Matt Damon playing him. Yeah. Like, what TV killed it, so... Thor the Dark World is just trash. I have no desire to see that movie again. I yeah. will watch it again. I'm gonna watch it, yeah. Yeah, we actually have a record that. Better. Okay. Just watch Thor, Ragnarok. Okay. Watch that little play with Matt Damon. And that's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you need. Thor Dark World. I missed it. I missed it. What, I remember oh, yeah. when we left the... Jordan was like, oh, there's Matt Damon. I was like, what? Like, after... Cause I, I don't, I don't know. He didn't see. He was literally front for, like, a good, like, <laughs> ten-second shot. He was the only face. <laughs> yep. The whole screen was him. It was, it was, him. It was a long time. It was him as Loki. Off. It threw me off. It was Wait. him as Loki dying. It was like... Oh. And it's just Matt Damon with a black wig. You make a statue with him. With the big yeah, I'll just say my favorite part about Thor: Dark World because there's a lot I don't like. I really liked how <laughs> you they have explore- a favorite part. I, I like how they explored the Thor- Thor's relationship with his mom. And like, yeah, his mom was pretty yeah. awesome. And then when she died, I was just really sad about that. And then Loki, his relationship with with his with the mom as well, because yeah. like he puts on this front of him being totally stuff. collected when his mom's dead. And then Thor first sees him, <laughs> and then after a little bit, his his uh, illusions down. And he's just wrecked. And his hair is all gross. Yeah, and weird. I was like, yeah. my fa- I just really felt for him in that moment. My favorite. Uh, <laughs> I love my mom too. <laughs> oh yeah, when they when they show like his, he's putting up that illusion of him yeah. like being fine. Then yeah, I actually really like that too. Um, although I've seen it, so many people dissect it on Tumblr and Reddit. That's just like I like oh, really? all the Tom Hiddleston fans. <laughs> oh, okay. It, I, there's I, a raging. There's always a niche of people oh. like the. There's, there, there's, a, there's like a fan base that doesn't even care for the MCU but just loves Loki. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just weird, they're all girls. When I saw Dark World, yeah. I was like, that was fine, but I like knew it was very off. Yeah. I was like, this is a very weird feeling. Very like, it was fine. Bad. I didn't hate it. Bad. But it was I was like, bad. I was it like, really this dark. Is, this is, this is like, it's raining the entire, or raining or yeah. like, overcast the entire time. I just remember them finding that stupid, the stupid <laughs> thing it's in, like, movie. the courtyard, and I was like, oh, this is... Oh, too much Darcy. Too Honestly, much also, Dr. Selvig. Oh. Also, the reality stone 
is like trippy and just like weird. Mm-hmm. So like adding I that even, in too is just I forgot that was super weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I forgot yeah. that was in there too. Yeah. But do you know what? The MCU saved it because those were two kind of like. Hiccup. Oh, but then, no, and then the MCU. Oh, what boom, happened? Boom, boom, because Park, dude, no. with, with nobodies. We're talking Guardians of the Galaxy now. No, 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 no. no. Oh, I'm we're talking. That off. We're talking Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Oh yeah. The best MCU movie. Oh, it's so also good. Also, one of my favorite Infinity? spy flicks. Yeah, come on. Yeah. I remember. I remember. It is a spy so, movie. So yeah. Y- your boy gets hit with Iron Man three. Okay. Then I get slapped. Across the face of Thor the Dark World. And then I have MCU walking back in my life saying, hey, we got this new Captain America movie coming out. I watch the trailer, and I'm like, homie's not even in his suit. This looks super low budget. I have no desire to see this. This looks awful. I do not like the Winter Soldier arc in the comics. Dude. And then I went to the, like, the premiere, because I'm a weirdo. Uh, I'm like, I don't watch this movie at all. Yes, Thursday night, please. Um, my dad and I You're went like and one I was like, Tropes and Conan was like, I would never do that. I'm like a custom scene. Like, it should be exactly that. I would never see the Winter Soldier and cut I here went, in the theater. I went in with <laughs> such low expectations, and I loved the Winter Soldier. So I was like, I was like oh, pissed man. by how good it was. It was like, yeah. that, was, that was like better than it should have been. And I remember, because they were like, Joe and Anthony Russo directing this, I was like, whoa, what? The guys from Community and Arrested Development? Like, what's going on? Like, the guys who did the paintball episode are going to direct an MCU movie? And look how long I am now. But uh, Winter Soldier is, I mean, you can't say a bad thing about that movie. That movie is so, it's breezy. It is so, because there's there's a problem with MCU movies before the Russo brothers got involved and James Gunn, where they just were so obsessed with exposition and telling you information. When, like, the Russo brothers movies, they just breeze through the story. Like, you're not hung up on any details or any conversations. They take care of business and they keep moving on. It's so yeah. good. And, but they don't, you don't feel lost or anything. They fill you in. But it's, yeah. like, it's not dedicating time like a huge chunk no, of the yeah. movie. The thing with, like, Captain America is before this, he was pretty, like, a one-dimensional character. Yeah. His only, his only shtick was, oh, I get that reference. Yeah. But then after this, like, he, a lot more layers oh. to him. He distrusts oh. the government. It's a huge commentary. Man out of like, time. Privacy versus, like, uh, protection. Yep. And then, like, it's just his action scenes are so visceral. With Iron Man, he's shooting stuff from a distance. Thor, he has his hammer. But Captain America, if he wants something done, he has to, he has to punch him. He has to kick yeah. him, like. And, you know, the be- best scene... My opinion, the elevators. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's such a good. So oh man. Do you, oh, I remember in the first like couple minutes of the movie. What's the part where he's like in a plane? He jumps out and he goes on that ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he fights against uh, uh, George Saint Pierre, UFC fighter. Mm-hmm. And he fights this one guy and he kicks him so hard that he like, like goes through a wall off the ship. I was like. This is what I'm looking for. This is the kind of super soldier crap I've been waiting for yeah. from Captain America. And I remember just in the first five minutes, I was like, oh yeah, these, these action pieces are amazing. They're perfectly done. And then just like the whole him, Black Widow, and Nick Fury, like spy game. Uh, yeah. The scene when, when, yeah. when Nick Fury's driving his car and like he's getting attacked. I, I can't remember. I watched it last week, but I can't. I was Winter Soldier just pops out. Yeah. yeah. He shoots yeah. And he's like driving around. Him up. Dude. Oh. That movie, that scene is so sick. Oh. That, dude, that movie is so. It's everything that it should be, and yeah. nothing that it shouldn't. Throw the Dark World was nothing that it should be, and everything that it shouldn't have been. <laughs> and, and, and but within six months, they released Winter Soldier. It's just like there's just like this quality flip in the MCU that was just like insane. Yeah. And then ever since Winter Soldier, nothing's been the same. But also, I would say that half of that 
respect should go to Guardians, which we'll go over next to this. So what do you get? Winter Soldier. No, I remember takes. that made Winter Soldier made me like Captain America because like yeah. The, yeah. I, the first Captain America, I was like, okay, like cool origin story. But I Underrated. didn't really care for him that much. I was like, whatever. Like I know I'm supposed to like him, but he's kind of like the Superman where I'm like, uh, he's like the moral high ground, you know? He's too perfect. He's too or perfect. He was, but yeah. But no, but that's what he he's the perfect thing is that they make everyone go against them, which is yeah. why, which yeah. is how it should be. You have yeah. the, you have the Superman character, but everyone goes with him. The reason why Captain America works is because everyone's against him. Mm. Exactly. Which is how it would be. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. love Winter Soldier. And the fact that like, you're still watching a superhero movie, but it feels like a different genre, and it has like Robert a- Redford in it. Yeah, like yeah, this yeah. is Sundance Kid, like yeah. playing oh, the b- villain. It's ridiculous how good it so, is. And like, I, lo- I love the movies where you never know who you can trust. Yeah, you're like, yeah. is he good? Is he bad? He was good. Now he's what? Him? Yeah. 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 Uh, what? Uh, uh, yeah. what? <laughs> That's exactly what I loved about us. I was like a spy movie, also like a thriller because you're always like on the other seat, like okay, like can we actually trust this person? Can we, like it's what's so gonna happen? Well, you have that. You have that scene when he comes in back to uh, his apartment. Nick Fury's playing music really loud. He's talking to them, or like when he hides like the USB in the vending machine. Yeah. All of that stuff is just like this is what I've been. This is exactly. It, it's a it's a fantastic movie. Winter it's Soldier's a fan. so good. Mm-hmm. Another fantastic movie. And then Black Widow pops up with the bubble gum. Pulls yes. the bubble and you're like, oh, I know what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super good. Um, another thing since I've mentioned, I don't know the comics at all, I didn't know the Winter Soldier was Bucky and so when, you know, they're fighting and his mask falls off, it's Bucky. I was like, my jaw literally dropped. I was like, that freaking Bucky! He <laughs> 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 should have died seven years ago! <laughs> he fell off a train! That's oh, seven years great. ago? 70. Oh, 70. I was like, Jordan, it was a lot longer than that. Well, I'm, I'm like, World War II was uh, 2010, catches, right? When he catches Captain America's shield, Dude. he's like, throws it. You see him whip it on everybody and like, yeah. just throw the shield there out. Boom. Bing, bada, bing. No. And then, Jitsu, man. And then he catches one it. On one. You're like, <gasps> it's, it's, like you just caught Mother F and Bob Radio! It's kind of like Vision lifting Thor's hammer. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> 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 oh, wait, they also have that one scene when Captain America like jumps off a roof, but you follow him. Yeah. Off the roof? Yeah, yeah. If I'm remembering correctly. Okay. Here's it just touched his lips in awe. Like, like <laughs> dude, that movie is stupid good. It's okay. so good. So good. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy. Wait, do you want to say yeah. anything about uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier? Uh, I didn't see it because I went on my mission. It came out 14 days after I left. Oh. So I had seen Ant-Man and Guardians before I saw Captain oh, America. Oh, man. man. And I'd seen Civil War before I'd seen Winter what? Soldier. Dang, Which I mean, I already knew Bucky was Winter Soldier. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Before Wait, going in, so it just take you forever to catch up. Or like... Yeah, yeah, because like everyone's like, "Oh, you should see this movie, that movie." And it, Star Wars had just came out when I came back, so yeah. I saw Star Wars in the theater, and there was no, just so on. much. It, it's like there's this track that's going, then you get taken out and dropped back in two years later. Like you don't have time to really catch up. You feel like, like Captain America going. with your notebook writing stuff down. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, these red. Like, that's seriously what I did <laughs> when I left. I asked my best friend. Uh, in high from high school, be like, just make a list of everything I miss out on, and then I'm gonna come back and you fill me in on it all. <laughs> and I literally did that. We we uh, he came back from he was going to uh, it was JP by the way. Oh sweet. From, from uh, groomsmen, he he came back from where did he go to school? I'm totally blanking on it. Damn. Marquette. Yeah. And then for the summer, and then he just filled me in. Like took a week and just filled me in on everything. That's perfect. <laughs> nice. Also, what's some other thing the Winter Soldier does that. Not a lot of movies get right. And this is why the Rooster Brothers were hired. I'll, I, I'll start here. But they 
can balance multiple characters perfectly. So you have Black Widow, Nick Fury. You you also have so you have like basically three villains and three heroes. You have Black Widow, Captain America, Nick Fury, mm-hmm. and oh, I guess Falcon. And then yeah. on the on the other side I you have Bucky, you have Robert Redford's character, and then you have uh, what's his bucket? Uh, the computer guy, Toby. Yeah, what's his name? <laughs> we'll just call him Mason's voice. Yeah, Mason can do his Mason. voice perfectly. But um, the the it's not Zemo. Whatever. I'll, I'll yeah. Take a while. Yeah. So Keep going. they can balance multiple characters perfectly, which is why they got hired because the community and arts development were large cast shows, and they're perfectly balanced, which is why they were. Hired for Infinity War and mm-hmm. Civil War and Endgame because they can do that really well. But um, also it's Sharon just Carter. it's just perfect. Yeah, Did they Zola. Zola. Mm-hmm. Yep, Zola. Our name Zola. Oh yeah, Sharon Carter. Yeah, um, she was his next door neighbor. She was his next door neighbor. Mm-hmm. I just love next door. I love yeah. the team up of Falcon and Captain America in that movie. I know it mm-hmm. is so perfect. I think they're a great team. They're just like yeah. bros right off the bat, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they're both like your left. military yeah. buddies. And, uh, that movie is... I'm going to watch that movie again, like, tonight. <laughs> we watch it instead of Dark World? We have to. We have to watch it. Are you watching Dark World it's tonight? Probably. Can I watch with you guys? Yeah. yeah. Okay, sweet. Um, um, and finishing Iron Man 3. What was I going to say? Apparently, Anthony Mackie is, like, the most fun guy ever to have oh, backstage. Oh, i Yeah. Like... All the other cast members are like, yeah, no, he's hilarious. He's super chill. Oh, really? Yeah, really fun. Really? Like, he's playing yeah. pranks. Fun. He's always cracking jokes. <laughs> so That's awesome. He's okay. awesome. He's Should we do... Guardians? One of my favorites. So, so can he I... used to be my favorite. You want to do the intro for it? Well, can I... I want to tell the backstory. So, okay. here we are. I'm 21 or 20 or something. I'm in Brazil. I'm sitting in the middle of, like, a computer, like, basically, like, a warehouse where you can go and, like email and you just pay for time like an internet cafe. yeah an internet cafe I'm sitting there and I'm emailing my dad I'm live chatting with him and he said Kennedy when you get back we first movie we need to watch is Guardians of the Galaxy it's a Marvel movie I'm like oh I haven't heard of them I was like and I know Marvel comics I'm like I don't know who they are and he's like it stars Andy from Parks and Rec and I was like is this like a weird thing where like <laughs> it's not like, April first? I, like, I was like, is this a weird thing where we have like Zach Galifianakis or someone like that coming in? Like, because I was still picturing like Andy Parks yeah. and Rec, and he's like, also it has it has a talking raccoon and a tree, and I was like, what the heck? And he's like, it's so good, and I was like, I don't I don't know, Dad, I don't know if I believe this. And then I came home, got released the next day for family movie night. We watched Guardians of the Galaxy. And it is, I think, one of my favorite Marvel movies. It's top five for top me. Top five. Without one, a doubt. 100%. It used to be my favorite Marvel movie, but it, it always means right. I've seen it the most, mm-hmm. and so it's just kind of like old for me. Yeah. But um, Guardians 2, which is next episode as a whole, that it used to be my favorite MCU movie too. Guardians Two is one of the most underrated movies in American history. So, um, <laughs> so uh, that movie is stupid underrated. So, uh, can we talk about the opening scene of Guardians? Please do. Okay, so oh, so like two. when, when one. He, the first one, okay, first just, one make, just making sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't we won't talk about two until next episode. Because so, the opening so, of two was awesome. When, yeah, he, when he's going awesome. and he's just like kicking, like as soon as the music starts. You're, you're like, you know this is going to be a different experience than yeah. any of the other movies you've seen before. That it's, was the best. Star Lord's just dancing around and just kicking stuff. And it's like, what on earth is this? I, re- I had chills. I was like, 
Yes, giddy up. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's do this. Giddy up, let's go. I'm like, it's just so cool how Marvel could take these. They were obscure even for me, and I consider myself a, a, a big nerd. Well, they're just like not celebrated. <laughs> no one, nerd. no yeah. one's favorite characters are Guardians of the Galaxy. It takes someone like James Gunn to make them dope. And yeah. also, like, and they did. And, and there's been DC's so many tripping over themselves with all these big names. That's why Doom Squad is doing pretty well. But that's why they made Suicide Squad because they're trying to make their own Guardians of the Galaxy. No, because anyway. yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, like in the originally Bill's in the comics, is a huge team. Like there's yeah. a, there's an equivalent in DC. I can't remember the name, but it's like. This gi- gigantic team that's like fifty people yeah. superheroes. It's like it's like the Universe Squad or Just whatever. Nova Squad. No, not Nova in. Squad. No, I okay, I don't going. remember their name. But um, I remember Guardians like reading about it. It's all even for the team itself of the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's really obscure characters, because like the Guardians team is not that the core five. It's mm-hmm. like twenty or so people. It's huge. It's like the Green so, Lanterns. Kind so it's of. an actual organization. It, yeah, it's like as a huge. Some yeah, they took, like, out. random ones. They're like, oh, we like the tree guy who appeared in two things. Oh, we like the raccoon. They, like, literally mashed them. And now you see the comics are focusing on that core group because they're like, oh, they work. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember <laughs> hearing that it was good, and I went and saw it, and, like, I was, like, obsessed with it for a long time. In my car, there's a rocket raccoon bobblehead on my dashboard. Nice. So it's, he's my co-pilot. Um, I just... It was like, I was like, I, because I'm literally getting flustered right now talking about it. Um, it's just, it's, 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 it shows that you don't have to be the Avengers to make a great Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. You can have literally, instead of taking like a, like a second tier or third tier, like, like, like Z tier <laughs> team and like make a dope movie with them. Yeah. It's a heist movie set to pop songs from the 70s uh, like yeah. in space so, yeah. no, and also it's when Marvel showed them we can do space right because yeah. we had yeah. Asgard and we're like okay this is kind of spacey like this is like its own thing but they're like oh do you want to like interdimensional not interdimensional interplanetary yeah. space movie we can do that and you can do a team up movie which is like what five origin stories and make it feel like nothing yeah, yeah. and take yeah. really hard, like Avengers, you they have like inner fighting, but not as much as the Guardians because no. they're all like trying to do noble things. But the Guardians, you're like, we got an assassin, we got a guy who's trying to avenge. They're his not family. trying to be good people. Oh, no, no. it's like on accident, but it's so cute. It's they're, like humanity. They're freaking the always sunny in Philadelphia crew. No, they totally just, are. Just they're superheroes. scoundrels. Yeah, like they're idiots and dysfunctional. It's it works. It works. It so it's it's re- it, uh, and the casting is. Fantastic. Yeah, it's, that's oh. yeah. every single person. Yeah, even Bradley Vin, Cooper. Even Vin Diesel. Okay, but Drax. He does. I, He's I, so I, good. I I was like, I hope this guy can have versatility later on after seeing the first one. Like, it really worked. And then see the second one, like, oh, this dude is a great actor. He's mm-hmm. a good actor. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he kills it. In, yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll, we can talk about that later. But, um, and how about the part where you think the group dies? Oh, my God. Like, I cried. When he sacrifices himself. Okay, oh, also, he says, we are group. Okay, we are group. Wait, okay, that ending is one of my favorite MCU endings because when they're all holding hands and he's holding uh-huh. the... What, which... which uh, power stone. stone. The, the power, power stone. stone. Mm-hmm. And then it shows uh, in Quill's mind he's reaching for his mom. <gasps> Dude, come on! That, yeah. that, okay, uh, that yeah. movie actually that's it. That is my favorite MCU movie. Sorry, <laughs> Wonder Soldier. That movie is <laughs> it delivers on like it fun thrills, humor, and like heart. Humor and all the over the place. The soundtrack, dude. The soundtrack's amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. It, 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 having David Bowie playing in an MCU movie, I was like, what? <laughs> but it, that you have to thank James Gunn and Guardians of the Galaxy for literally, Ant, like, Ant-Man for Ragnarok. Yeah, because any of these movies like are first, possible. Like straight up comedy. Well, it's it's if, show. If it's you not, ask me, not, yeah. Oh no, totally. Yeah. But it's not even just like a straight up comedy. It's just like, oh, we can do kind of anything within a superhero realm. Mm-hmm. It's like you get the worst with Dark World, and then a year later, it's like, okay, no, this is what we should be doing. Yeah, it, it's when MCU is like, actually, you know, we've we've been slacking off. Here's our standard. Here's the bar. It's mm-hmm. like with Winter Soldier and Guardians, they are like. We can do better, and we're going to, and always exceed, exceed expectations yeah. from here on out. And it also, like, opens the MCU up to a whole new world, because all the space travel no, and yeah. everything, and you learn about so many different types of, like, species. So many people yeah. out there. Yeah. Just, yeah. You're traditional like, to, to, oh, like, yeah. to the scroll and to the, or the Kree. Uh-huh. And, like, and the Novacore. And yeah. the Novacore. Yeah, Nova yeah, and just all, like, the interplanetary Yeah. Nowhere. Um, oh, collector, so all this stuff, this whole literal galaxy <laughs> worth of stuff. Yeah, yep. he's like a yeah, Ronin. major, mm-hmm. uh, like present character throughout the movie. Yep. Yes. And, yes. It's and it's just, when you really no, realize, yes. like, the the Infinity Stones are like gonna be a big deal. Yep. Yeah. And like, oh, well, frick. It's great to know uh-huh. that. It's great to show that in Infinity War, the Guardians aren't thrown aside as like sub characters. And the best way that I can show my fear of what was going to happen is by referencing when Disney Channel would have crossover episodes between this real life of Zack and Cody and Hannah Montana. Oh. So what would happen? And That's a Raven. And That's a Raven. They'd have three episodes in a row from each show. And so That's a Raven and this real life of Zack and Cody would cross over and they'd all be there having a good time. And then this real life of Zack and Cody and... Uh, then you have the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody episode where Hannah Montana and That's a Raven crossover, and they're all there. And then you have the Hannah Montana episode, and it's like four minutes with Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, and then the rest of the episode's in Malibu with mm-hmm. Hannah Montana. And I always get pissed because Hannah Montana's so greedy that you can't have the other characters cross over for longer. <laughs> with a box of traps! And so, I was like, I was thinking that Infinity War was like, if they if, if the Gardens are only in for, in for like 25 minutes, and they're just kind of like side characters, I'm going to be so pissed. But like, they're so popular, but they're yeah. all, but they're as important as the Avengers, and yeah. it's like it's it, Gamora. Like, is it like exactly. the key? Exactly. Yeah. If anything, Gamora had just as much time as anyone else. Because, oh yeah. Because they had to make her sacrifice or her death impactful. So they had to tell it from her Spoiler. side. Say say what's yeah. going on. If you like, seen early it, see it, it, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't listen to But rock. also, look, at, they're making Nebula. She's on the front poster yeah. of the She's like one of the leading characters with the new character. You know the yeah. you know Terrible. comics with Nebula. Woo. She's hot. Don't, I don't you don't want to know? know? Actually, okay. I think I do know, but let's not talk about okay. it. Okay, alright. Nebula's important. Don't look it up. Nebula's very important. But she was like, it's, it's, it, and like, uh, Mantis. I just, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> when Mantis first came in, I was like, who is this person? Yeah. But then by, by Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I was like, alright. Yeah. Alright, I like her. It's cool. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. Super cool. But okay. Guardians 1. I, I love, before we move on, I love the shift in the color palette. Because like oh. my, my biggest complaint with the MCU before was the colors were just really gray, they were yeah. really oh, muted, yeah. yep. wasn't a lot going on. But then, 
Bam. Guardians is space. gorgeous. Guardians yes. made it fun. Everything's going on. It's super bright, super vibrant. Guardians made it possible for Ragnarok to be as fun and yeah. vibrant as You, you wouldn't yeah. have Ragnarok if you didn't have Guardians. That's, true. A, that's yeah. the fact of the matter. Yeah. You also wouldn't have had a Taika Waititi higher if you didn't have James Gunn. Mm -hmm. True. And James yeah. Gunn was the James most... James Gunn is back, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we hired for Guardians right. 3. Okay. But, I mean, I kind of predicted it because he was only f he was fired when the Fox merger was in the heat of it. Mm -hmm. And then once they sealed the Fox merger, Disney's like, oh, JK, you're back on. Because they just wanted all the Fox backers to be okay with like having someone like that be a part of like whatever institution they're joining. And they could not not have him, though. Cause that's why Feige wouldn't say anything for so long, because he's just like, he's like, dude, like, let me get this deal done, and I'm going to bring the boy back. Like, we're fine. Because James Gunn, you I think he's one of the more uh, influential. Him and the Russo brothers are the one, some of the more influential hands in the MCU universe. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because they're the ones who, like, breathed this energetic, hyper, let's go life into yeah, this film. Yeah, it's so much more fun. Yeah. Their movies are more fun yeah. than the other ones. But what they Iron can also Man be Iron Man 2 serious. is stressful and kind of depressing. <laughs> Same with Iron Man 3, but, like, Winter Soldier is fun. So is Guards of the Galaxy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. Guardians, uh, the music... And like the fight set to the music, yeah. the scene when they're breaking out of the jail, yeah. I love yeah. that. And Rocket and Groot spinning—that's uh. so awesome. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> okay, so uh, I want to talk about <laughs> Age of Ultron, and I want to talk about Joss Whedon. Okay. Joss. Within three, two, three years. Within three years, Joss Whedon goes from the head of the MCU and the best guy in playing to the worst like that quickly was that because of his daughter no that's you're thinking about Zack Snyder oh okay Josh, Josh Whedon doesn't have a daughter um, <laughs> well she does not anymore Zack Snyder oh wow she got snapped she got snapped so <laughs> Josh Whedon directs Avengers it's very good um and then but once you have Guardians and Winter Soldier come out you have these movies that are better mm -hmm. and then all Josh Whedon does in the meantime. I always talk about the MCU, how everyone's making movies at the same time, and then you see, like, oh, wait, we're doing that? Like, when yeah. Incredible yeah. Hulk came out and Iron Man was so good, like, oh, I didn't know how to be that good. But, <laughs> yeah. um, and so when Age of Ultron comes out, it's just, uh, it's just like a reserving of the first Avengers. Yeah. I, it's not that good. I feel the same way how you do about the Mandarin and Iron Man 3, how I do with Ultron and Age of Ultron, because Ultron's one of my favorite, mm -hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Villains. Well, he's Easily. great. He's he, well. He's like the main Avengers villain. It's actually an age of Ultron yeah, in the comics, not, as opposed to maybe three three days of Ultron. Yeah, yeah. And then he's gone. The Fortnite of Ultron, or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Fortnite of Ultron. <laughs> three days, a weekend of Ultron. Yeah. <laughs> a weekend at Ultron, and it's like weekend of Bernie's only Ultron. <laughs> Alright, so, no, um, <laughs> and so, breakfast at Ultron's, I was called Bre breakfast at Ultron's, <laughs> um, but I, I was just so, also, there just had way too much going on, I, I, I haven't liked Scarlet Witch, no, at one, at, she's my least favorite Avenger, I hope she doesn't make it back from the snap, um, she ruins Vision she for me, I think bringing Vision in was cool, uh -huh. um, uh, although, at the end of the movie, I was like, whoa, like, they jammed a lot of plot into that Here's movie. the thing. They needed what they almost redeemed Age of Ultron with Civil War, like having that tie-in of like the being the consequence. Yeah. But the movie itself, it had a great setup for like the rest of the films. Yeah. The movie itself, though, there's like, no there's peril. A, there's so much happening. Yeah. And I'm gonna say this. They should have cast someone else as Scarlet Witch. 
Yeah. Or they should have written her differently, because that's not how she really is, I feel she's like. She's too... She's such an archetype in that one. And then from then on, she's just mopey. Like yeah. her, 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 her accent change. Yeah, I was yeah. just about to say that. Uh, she loses her accent. me so bad. Yeah. How do they explain That's the, the presence of mutants in a mutantless world? They, That's my they question. They don't explain it, right? That bothers yeah. me. Well, yeah, because they, you have these two mutants. Magneto's daughter, what? And then... Um, and her brother. And, yeah, exactly. And Magneto's <laughs> son, what? <laughs> What's going on, yeah. man? But she's only actually, actually, right. Also, they um, shouldn't have killed Quicksilver. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, like, they explained it, like, yeah. they experimented on with the they staff. Here's on the also the thing. Yeah, but still, the like, they those are not... the right characters, like... I just, I don't know. They should not have killed Quicksilver because his they sacrifice... They should have killed Scarlet Witch. His sacrifice <laughs> felt like nothing. Like, yeah, when he died, I was like, oh, that's kind of sad. Also, he's a really weird-looking death when he dies. Like, <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen this movie for a while, but it's like still in my mind. Harrison is jiggling on the couch right like, now. It's really like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's really awkward. Um, He's a machine. No, and I felt... I, cause Scarlet you just don't Witch, really care about him. I don't know. Scarlet Witch no. is supposed... Witch she's either. like a big part of the Avengers. She gets better, but... I don't know if she does. I don't like her that much. And like, I like her in like she's comics. Too, she 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 gets better than her. Is super uh, selfish. Yeah, she's like the in the comics. She's the type of like female protagonist like superpower that I gravitate towards. I'm like, oh, Raven, like things like that, like Mystic and like not being able to control your powers. But she, it's not written well. She the has time you don't better, care but for she her. still isn't great. No. Yeah. What I thought was super weird about her character arc was in Civil War when she literally sends up all the virus into the air and there's a slight explosion that kind of damages the building. She feels awful like she murdered 80 people. Yeah. And, like, that didn't happen. I don't know. I just think that was I all blown up. she kill a bunch of people. And before she was evil. Uh, did she, she kill? I people. felt like she maybe slightly damaged a building because most of the blast was up in the air. If like, she, if the if blast she feels bad, I, I, thought she, it, she I thought it blew, like, a corner up. I thought yeah. it, 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 it killed all the kill people. I thought it killed all the people. The fact that we can't remember specifically what happened. You don't kill 80 people, Bryce. See how you feel. It killed a bunch of people, but she was evil before. And she killed people before. And then yeah. she kills people she then, and she's like, <gasps> "Yeah, I'm so guilty." I don't like. I didn't like her mind control stuff. Nope. Um, and you don't see that again, do you? Nope. No. She doesn't have that power. Like, anymore. why can't she do it with Thanos? Yeah. And also, uh, like, girl, I, if the Mantis can mess with Thanos' mind, Scarlet Witch should be able to. Which yeah. It's great that they use that because Scarlet Witch is too. Another good thing about like, Joe and yeah. Anthony Russo is that they, really, they no. use all of the the tools that they have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they but, have Mantis to try to do that. And the thing with Scarlet Witch and like later, this will be like for later. They need to develop the Vision and Scarlet Witch relationship because you're like, oh, he's just ridiculous. like he's just creepily creeping into a room. I'm like, why do they care about each other? Yeah, Wait, why are they just kind of happen? Yeah. yeah, dude, it's weird. Dang the robosexuals! <laughs> it's so cool! Futurama. <laughs> it, it works. According to uh, L3. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Lando. It worked for him. It, I, uh, like, his... So, she got her powers from him, so it's kind of like he's, like, her father. And he's a robot. Oh, I don't like that. And idea. they're dating. Just saying. And he's yeah. a robot. Oh. And he's a robot. Yeah. And he, he's a robot, man. He's yeah. dead. Okay. A robot... Yeah. That puts on the disguise of a is there thin any is there, Englishman. Is there bringing any vision back? Because like <clears throat> he wasn't. It's one possible. Of the they're saying this. They're saying he was like 
They're saying it was possibly yeah, that he could exist beyond. because he was a conglomerate of Ultron, the, uh, the Stone, and also Jarvis. So they're saying he might be able to exist. And that's why, um, was it Shuri? Was that her name? Shuri. Shuri. And she was trying to, like, pull him out, but they didn't have enough time. Because Thanos is coming, and the Wakandans were like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. And then Vision pops up there, and Thanos is like, what's up, boy? So, like, taking your gem. Even with the stone gone, they could still bring him back. Once he, when she exploded the stone and he blew up, there was like no getting vision back. But because he removed the stone and he fell limpless on the ground, you can have vision. It was, back. It was like the stone was just like a power source kind yeah. of. Thing. Yeah. 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 So they can get vision well, back. Let's like, get a USB C port into the boy and let's see what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Age of Ultron just has too much going on. Yeah. Best best part about it though. The Hulkbuster. Yeah. Hulkbuster. Oh, okay. That is sick. Yeah. So Iron sick. Man fighting Hulk. Yeah. That, that was stressful because it was, was like all this damage you're causing. Like you're trying to like keep him from making damage. That is doing that is literally the best but part. Super but cool. what Mason pointed out last episode where they should have had Ultron hack the suit and that's why that fight happened yeah. is a better reason. But that fight is legit. You're 100% is, right. Because then yeah. everyone can get mad at Hulk even though Hulk wasn't doing anything wrong. Yeah. Hulk was trying to help. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I and then and then it doesn't make it doesn't make Hulk all of a sudden being his own person in Ragnarok that much uh, harder to handle. Mm-hmm. But uh, here's the thing, Age of Ultron is good. I I I do like the beginning with them trying to hunt down all the Hydra stuff. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. have them doing that. Yeah. Uh, I just think Whedon shoots himself in the foot. I think he just. He wasn't cut out for this. I think there's all of a sudden like, whoa, wait, hey, you guys got a lot of talent going on here. I, let me try to make another good Avengers movie. And I, I just feel like he like, he just couldn't outdo himself. And he was also really critical about himself on it. Like, hey guys, is this good? Is this okay? Like, did you guys like it? He was like really worried when it came out. And like, there's a little bit of a backlash, but... I also think he has too much to work with. Like, they put a lot of stuff they in did. that movie. Well, and that's like, why the Rooster Brothers are good. First of all, there's two of them. And they're good with large casts. And the, what Whedon's good with is, like, long-form TV shows. Buffy. Uh, like, Buffy, yeah. And, uh... Ah, my old favorite show. What's it called? Firefly. 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 Oh, yeah. And so... Old favorite show. I want to say that's a long-form. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... One season, he, that's... Yeah. You know, I think... I great. think, uh... He, I'm glad he stepped down after Ultron. Yeah. But it was just... I remember... It's just after Guardians and after Winter Soldier, you just kind of, like... This is not it's as the same good as everything else. With yeah. Hulk it just, and Iron Man, where you watch it and you're like, this level is not being reached with yeah. this. And it's like, I like Avengers, the first one, um, because it's like the team up. To, but to be honest, it does feel very glossed over by Disney. Like, it feels yep. very safe. And I feel like Age of Ultron also feels incredibly safe in the I, same But that way. might just be Joss Whedon, though. Yeah, I think that's his Because, like, I mean, look at, look at Justice League. Same thing, right? Like, yeah. the, the difference between Batman versus Superman and Justice League is like, Justice what? League? He came in and he finished Justice League. Oh, after he was like the third director. He was like an assistant editor. But yeah, no, I wouldn't either. That, that movie just... Except, <laughs> probably... That movie was meant to tank. That movie was terrible. <laughs> yeah. But... We should, oh, we come, yeah. as soon as we finish all the Marvel ones, we should just have a hate on the end on the <laughs> I, I still haven't seen Suicide Squad. I would love to watch and tear into it with you guys. Watch it. We should do that. Wonder Woman. I still need to see Shazam. One so, it's good. I want to see that. Then we have Ant Man. Oh, I love Ant Man. Is good, um, but I so I will forever have uh, like a broken part of my heart for Edgar Wright 
getting fired from Ant-Man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just, like, what that movie would have been amazing. What else has he done? Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Baby Driver, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, World's End. Yeah, Dude, you're speaking my language. Come yeah. on. That Ant-Man movie would have been nuts. It would have been <laughs> yeah. amazing. It was so And good. so, the fact that it didn't work out... But Paul Rudd is the perfect... Paul Rudd, guy. yeah. No, that was... Mm-hmm. The, but he's... That's he's the thing. So that, that's what Edgar Wright did. He casted Paul Rudd yeah. as that character. And um, that was the most genius casting decision. Besides, there are... Actually, there are a number of genius Wait, casting Wait, what's his best friend's actor? His best friend? Pena? Um, Michael Pena? Is it Michael? No yeah, it's, it's uh, Michael Pena. Yeah. Oh, he's also, he's also fantastic. <laughs> yeah, he's fantastic. Michael Douglas is great in it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp is a completely different conversation. Mm-hmm. But Ant-Man, it was pretty darn good. It was and really good, and for a character that I traditionally don't like. Yeah, yeah I had yeah. very low expectations. I was like, Ant-Man, who cares about seeing the movie about a guy yeah. that gets Ant-Man big or small? But it's like, it's actually yeah, really boring. enjoyable. And he's a piece of... Well, in, in the comics, Ant-Man Ant- Ant- is, is the Kennedy one who makes to bring Ultron. This up. What? In the comics, Ant-Man is the one who makes Ultron. Really? Yeah. The, oh. the, the, well, Hank, Hank Pym is. Yeah, Hank Pym. Because the Ant-Man is Scott Lang in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. And so, it's important to remember that this is not Hank Pym, and you're thinking about yeah. Hank Pym, Kennedy. I so. don't like Hank Pym All right. in the mm-hmm. comics. I thought, I thought the villain was really weak. I don't like him in the movies. But I wasn't surprised. I mean, the villain was really weak. And uh, they're selling Hydra agents. I like his hair. But <laughs> I thought it was good. I thought it was a good comedy, good heist movie. Yeah, yeah. Good, good I remember comedy. my mom refused to watch it. And my dad and I Gosh. went and saw it. And she's like, oh, I, I think she's like having Marvel fatigue. Because we, like, Age of Ultron, we had seen it. And she was like, oh, I can't keep track of what all's happening. And she's like, I don't want to, like, have to be, have it explained. And then, like, a month later, my dad and I were sitting after, like, family dinner, and we were watching, we just put it on, even though we knew that she didn't want to see it, and she went, Bobby Newport's in this? <laughs> From Parks and Rec. From Parks and Rec, and then she was like, oh, I would have seen it if I knew Bobby Newport was in it, and then she sat and watched it. She watched the Bobby entire thing and loved it. <laughs> she watched the entire thing and loved it. And that I was movie- like, it's great though. It's it's the it's better than Ultron in my opinion. So it's better for twenty fifteen. Oh, much better. Yeah. But uh, so that was phase two. Phase two is rocky, but the highs are high. Oh yeah, the highs. Two are... or three, at least three really good highs, and then three mediocre movies. Yeah. Even though Iron Man three is the best. Ah, Iron Man three and Age of Ultron are kind of around the same area for me because Age of Ultron is like a lot more fun to watch. Iron Man three is sometimes a little bit more like. Oh, wow. This actually kind of sucks for you. I'd rather watch Age of Ultron than Iron Man 3. I think so. Just because there's more characters, more people to bounce off of. Yep. And there's actually like stuff going on as opposed to Tony being out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Trying to, yeah. trying to, um, what was the word? MacGyver. Trying to MacGyver things. My, MacGyver things. Okay. Yeah. How would you just rank them? I'll go first. Yeah. Okay. And I know I, I literally have changed the ranking via this conversation right. in the middle of it. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Winter Soldier. Age of Ultron. Or no, no, Ant-Man, sorry. Age of Ultron, uh, Iron Man 3, Thor the Dark World. I think that would be my order. That's your order, too? That's literally what it would be, I think. What about you guys? Bryce? I, I will go. So, mine is easily Winter Soldier. Yeah. Then Guardians of the Galaxy. Then Ultron. Then Ant-Man. Then Iron Man 3. And then Thor Dark How World. is Ant-Man so low on your list? It's fun. I would just rather watch the Hulk fight Iron Man than <laughs> watch Hank Pym break into some dude's house and then, like, break into another place. 
It's Mission Impossible with ants. <laughs> when he's training, the, that is one of the best training sequences. When he freaks out, he pops up in the dirt. I love that. He's, ah! Anthony, no! I love, that. I love the names for that. <laughs> yeah, it's sick. Um, yeah. And when Baskin Robbins always finds out. Oh yeah, Baskin Robbins always finds out. Hi, welcome to Baskin Robbins. What does he say? I have a degree in uh, chemical engineering. I think I'll be fine. Hi, welcome to Baskin Robbins. <laughs> um, I am so excited to talk to you guys about some more. Oh wait, wait, wait! Can I say one <laughs> thing? Episode. Can yeah. I say one thing? We forgot. Ant Man when he sneaks into the Avengers. That part was facility, yeah. 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 Falcon. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. is an amazing scene. It and is. also, like, so quick that you're like, wait. Like, it, I love that it shows we're, we're still in the same universe, but he's not like, hey, can I team up with you guys? He's like, hey, I gotta do something. That's do my own side. That and, like, the entirety of uh, Winter Soldier shows you, okay, we're ready to start bouncing around between mm-hmm. movies and, like, characters. It's uh, pretty great. What I really liked about that part is, you know, he goes in to try and steal the little goober thing, whatever it was. The goober. Yeah, yeah, definitely a reference on the Spider-Verse of that one. And then he's fighting against the, you know, Falcon of the Avengers to get it. Even though you've watched so many, you know, Avengers movies before, you're still rooting for Ant-Man against the Avengers. Yeah. I thought they did really good there. I also love the in-universe explanation as why they're not calling the Avengers. Because that was a major criticism before. They're like, we'll just call the Avengers. Then Hank Pym's like, no, we're not calling the Avengers because I don't trust Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. And that was like the perfect like yeah. in-universe explanation. Yeah. Like, followed character, character motives and everything of like, why this is a standalone movie or we're not pulling in the big lens. I don't trust Hank Pym. Suck it. <laughs> oh, no, I, love it I love it when there, it's Civil War. He's walking by the, like, the jail like parts and then uh, Tony Stark is and he walks by where Ant-Man is and he goes, uh, Tang Pim told me not to trust you. He goes, who are you? It's so funny. Um, so, that, phase two is really where, like, the MCU really just starts sharpening its edges and getting better. Mm-hmm. And then phase three is just, like, off the walls. Like, everything is just, oh. like, everyone's just yeah. batting 100. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if yeah. there's a low phase one three. in phase three. I'm trying no. to think. I mean, lowest Captain for me, Marvel for me is the lowest one. We'll talk, and we, and we will get into that. So, Logan, what are your rankings for phase two? So, this is going to have to be first Guardians of the Galaxy. Good. Captain America Winter Soldier. Then. Age of Ultron. Or, I mean, Ant Man, Age of Ultron. Then Iron Man 3. Then last, but definitely least, Thor Dark World. <laughs> yeah, definitely last. Absolutely, just like off the list. <laughs> yeah. That movie has no redeeming qualities for me. No. What one? Thor Dark World? Yeah. yeah. We're going to find out in like, oh a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why do we do this? Because we have to. Because the MCU is making us. Jordan. Did you see that AMC is going to do a 22-hour marathon? No, no, no. no. Oh, it's gosh. a 59-hour marathon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, there are 22 hours. movies. Oh, my so, gosh. Can you imagine 59 hours? Imagine the smell. Oh, gosh. Yeah. No, yeah. I would, never I would leave. I, was... I would leave from Iron Man... I would leave from the beginning of The Incredible Hulk until, and go home. <laughs> so I would just watch Iron just Man leave. Uh, go home. Money well spent. Go to the gym, get some food, come back at Age of Ultron. No, no, no. Oh so gosh, Winter Soldier. Skipping. <laughs> How many hours would that give you? That would be like, this way, that's Iron that'd be, that'd be that's, that's Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk. Iron Man 2. Thor. Captain America First Avenger. Uh, Avengers. Yeah. 
Iron Man 3, Thor The Dark World, that's at least 14 hours. <laughs> that that would buy me to go and, like, the seven hours for sleep. Okay. okay oh, wait, we can do this later. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I would never do that. Except for, actually, if they did it for, like, the next Avengers movie or whatever they have after this, I would maybe just do it for, like, the documenting of, like event of it mm-hmm. but I feel like that would ruin the movies for me I'd never be able to watch them again after next we did that for Harry Potter yeah. one time and it I, was rough I hate marathoning movies I'll be completely honest yeah because that's why I get fidgety the de- the, the week yeah. of Endgame I'm not gross. watching anything Marvel related except for the Sunday before I'm watching Infinity War but then I'm fasting from Marvel for those four days so Smart. I can just go in just like like craving it. I'm gonna watch like really depressing Ingmar Bergman movies that Friday with no redeeming qualities. So then when I am like, I need something popcorny, and then Endgame will just be like, well, here you go, Fire Hydrant. <laughs> okay, Jordan, what are your rankings of these um, two? Number one, Dark World. No, I'm kidding. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, I had to get the I'm kidding and really fast. Oh, like it. We're so all much like... flag for that. I mean, it's number one, you know, going for the bottom. Obviously. Uh, I'd say number one is tie between Winter Soldier and Guardians. Yeah. Just because they're very different movies. I don't yep. think it's fair to really rank True. one above the other. I enjoyed them both a whole, like, a lot. Um, then I'd say Iron Man 3. I enjoyed it quite a bit, honestly. I'm not ashamed to say it either. Yeah, no. uh, My boy. Um, Ant-Man, Age of Ultron, Thor. Yep. Guys yeah. hate on Ant-Man. I love Ant-Man. No, I'm not saying. I'm just... It's great. It, it does. I like it, man. It, it, well, just because they fired Edgar Wright, there is a little bit of, like, a weight. A like resentment. A, also like not the, a resentment. There's just, it's a little unbalanced. Imagine being, like, the worst, the dumbest person in the smartest class in the school. That's kind of what's going on right now with Ant-Man. And he's not even the dumbest. You know what I mean? Like, we're not hitting on Ant-Man. It's just the, the competition's so good. Oh, yeah. The competition is yeah, where the are soldier yeah. guards yeah. the galaxy. Yeah, he's, he's not going to yeah. come near those. Okay. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah, phase two... Good times. This is pretty good, but good I'm time. so excited to talk Phase 3, dude. Yeah, dude. Well, Phase 3 has so Every many. Every phase just gets yeah. better and Should we better. divide Phase 3 into two parts? No, because we, there's we got, 10 movies. No, because we'll do we'll Phase do 3, and then we have another episode, which is the pre-end game, and then we have a post-end game episode. So are we, have we three doing... other Marvel episodes Could we do the pre and post in one episode? Do like, do record a bit before we see it? And then it, say spoiler. And, or... like, cut out. Yeah, we can do that. And then or should resume we do, it. Should we do one? Start being like, brah! We should do it the morning after we should see we it. Do we're a, so excited. Should we yeah. do an episode just on Infinity War where we do, like, we watch the move, the first Infinity War and then we talk about it and then we do an episode on Endgame? Because there's a ton to unpack with even Infinity War. Sure. Yeah. I'm done. We'll talk about this <laughs> there ever. We'll, we'll figure this all out. I could talk about the Especially Wakanda battle for a good time. Oh, dude, I can talk about Infinity War uh, Can all I just day. tell you, my favorite scene ever in a Marvel movie is Thor coming down and yeah. oh, yes. I yeah. cried like, in the theater. I froze. Yeah, so, I bawled. I was like, a few movie scenes that I've been like so like <laughs> every time I'm like yes Thor. Every okay, time I get chills. Oh, every yeah. single time. I saw that movie twice in years, and both times yeah. everyone like flipped the f out. But uh, the Russo brothers in an interview last week they said that whenever they were getting like because. Making Infinity War and Endgame back to back, which those movies come out within a year of each other, mm-hmm. it, which and they're is both like crazy. They said they said I, they they're like well, I don't know why we did this to ourselves because <laughs> this was so incredibly hard. They would like get like so tired and so sick of working on these movies that they would just be like I don't want to do anything I don't want to work on it that they'd watch this YouTube video of this crowd in India watching uh, Infinity War and it's when Thor comes into Wakanda and yells Bring me Thanos and everyone it's like it's like it's like. 
it's pandemonium. Oh. They're like throwing things like yeah, like screaming <laughs> like at so the top of their lungs at this. it. And I know I want to too. And they'd be like, okay, we can keep going for like those oh. people. Yeah. And, I, and that's why I think this movie's gonna be sick. Because if you have that fueling you making a movie, I feel like you're gonna like make it. This it's three hours long. I'm so excited. Which is, I, I would go for five. Yeah. Like yeah. No, the scene yeah, is more, more. You know why it's so perfect? Because that is painted perfectly from a comic book. Like oh, yeah. I've seen an entire spread page of like Thor flying through, and I was like, "This is what we're at." Yeah. No, it's exactly what you want. But the great, the, the best thing about Endgame. <laughs> is that it's three hours long and we've hardly seen any of it. And most yeah. of what we've seen is probably fake. Which and is also most of what we've seen is like That's dark. All yeah. It's like... Deceive me, it's like trick me, whatever. I'll go Stark floating through yeah. space is like, hey. It was yeah. He's probably gonna rescue me like the first 10 minutes. Hey, don't forget yeah. to like and subscribe. Stark in space. Catch <laughs> <you guys> later. <laughs> I, I hope he has to do some kind of MacGyver crap in space to get some sort of hope and rescue.